Hello, guys. How's it going? Hey. Hey. Welcome to the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome, everyone. We <laughs> welcome, our following. Okay, so Seth Parker has just totally lost it at this point, is what it seems like is happening. Um, uh, our texts for the week. Uh, this is Vampire Week here on the dungeon. That's exciting, right? Um, and we've got uh, Tony Scott's 1983 movie, The Hunger, starring David Bowie and Catherine Deneuve and Susan Sarandon. We've got uh, Coppola's 92 movie, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I've got some thoughts about that one. And then we've got Only Lovers Left Alive, uh, the Jim Jarmusch movie. Um, so, and of course, there are many other vampire movies that maybe we'll touch on as, uh, over the course of this conversation. Um, can I start you guys off with a crazy fact that I found out? Sure. So there's this piece of um, music in The Hunger. Uh, it's I, I looked it up and it's called uh, The Trio in E-Flat Major by Schubert. And... Uh, it's it was like very familiar to me, and I was like, "Where the hell have I heard this this music before?" Hmm. So I googled like, "What other movies is this in?" And it's in Barry Lyndon, for one thing. Oh yeah, okay. and it's also in get this, it's in fucking Crimson Tide. <laughs> <laughs> so that. So that's why it's like drilled into your memory because you've watched Crimson Tide like 10,000 times. No. Yeah, like multiple <laughs> times per year. It's probably my most watched movie over the last like 25 years. That, isn't that nuts? We, man. And I like I, didn't remember. Yeah. I think that so, counts as your favorite song now. I think, I think it might be my favorite song. Yeah. It's just so weird that it's like, it makes sense that a piece of music would be in Barry Lyndon and The Hunger. That that mm-hmm. like checks out, yeah. I think. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's weird that yeah. that same piece of music is also in Crimson Tide. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of your dungeon soundtrack. This is getting good. I think it is. I, it's a very sad piece of music. Um, Barry Lyndon yeah. also has like could basically be a vampire movie. Um, <laughs> like all those other like well, yeah. can, can candle lit shots yeah. and like it, I don't know. I don't know why that's true, but it is. Well, no, but yeah, all, all the transactional thing about. I'm just thinking about the yeah the courtship thing and the transaction in yeah, in, yeah. in BS Dracula and the just the transactional nature of the whole of the whole vampire, you know, mystique. And uh, wait, what? So, so yeah, that that I like out. that. I like thinking about vampires as transactional. So, <laughs> Can you say more about that? Well, I mean, it's just weird, you know, this thing about the the real estate thing, you know, the in in uh-huh. in, in in them and uh, or with with vampires and the Nosferatu thing or whatever. Yeah, that Dracula's gonna just buy the a buying house. up the land and yeah, yeah and, and Bram Stoker's Dracula too. But uh, but no, just that this you know the money thing and in 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 uh, only lovers left alive. You know, just kind of the this boredom element that comes about because and because of this uh, mm-hmm. privilege, really just privilege of time, <laughs> t- of infinite time. Fucking <laughs> <to> vampire <laughs> privilege <laughs> to have these to have this day with which to do, you know, exactly <laughs> what you 
and you know just also this like saudian or whatever the word is you know uh <laughs> it's like taking this advantage you know just power play yeah that you get to, that you get to do too it, it's all am i sensing a little jealousy around. from you over about vampires <laughs> no i think it that's what i really admired about jarmusch's especially it was just like kind of just how it portrays the the boredom of this and mm-hmm. you know it's almost like the holy mountain thing like where he says you know i'll show you you want to you want to be jesus or you want you want to play this game you, you want to see where this would really ultimately lead mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and of course it's never the 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 situation that you you know thought would come about and even for even for them it's so kind of like bittersweet uh, yeah. existence uh, yeah. but, it, but it's really sweetly done and i had seen it a couple times but it is so like kind of ethereal to it something some something about it that uh kind of always made me kind of nod off but this time i really mm-hmm. paid attention it's, yeah. it's it's like one of my i was thinking ab- i was thinking about sure. um uh, yeah i like what you're saying I, it, what you're saying is reminding me of this thing i was thinking about during well, when I found myself thinking about it was during that like shower scene in The Hunger, um, mm-hmm. like when Bowie and Catherine Deneuve are, in, are like showering together. It's like the movie <laughs> is like pretty pretty steamy, um, but like they have this they have this back and forth. Well, really, he keeps saying like forever, right? He he's like this yeah. is forever, right? And and um, ultimately and you like... find it. <laughs> She's like, sure. she's like, oh yeah, sure, 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 forever, and then like, yeah, yeah, him yeah forever. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was just thinking about that as like that, like va- the vampire problem is like fertile ground for, well, or like, however, 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 a narrative decides to like, whatever like manipulations a narrative decides to make to like the the like set of vampire circumstances is like it becomes like fertile ground for exploring relationships. Cause you get to like, yeah. you get to take away either like change the burden of time to this like endless thing or like change it in some way. That's um, like that, a- that makes you ask all these like ridiculous, uh, all these sort of interesting questions about yeah. the nature of love. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, it was, I'm really like David Bowie's performance in the hunger is really good. Um, and in a movie with all these other great actors, I feel like he's just like acting circles around them all. Um, yeah. and it, it's, just, uh, he blew me away in that Just movie. melting away over there in the corner. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's just doing his thing. I, I loved, uh, so much the, like the dungeon full of ex lover mummies. Like, oh my God. With like dusty bones and like pigeons walking through them and turning them into like, just like. <laughs> weird mush it was like the best description of like of like kind of like loss or longing or like mm. just you know it was really like uh yeah a, uh pretty over the top i mean that was great i like i really was shocked at um how david bowie like is kind of a cameo in this in some ways yeah. like he's not yeah. he's not there after a while and yeah I, <laughs> I don't know if I'd actually watched this movie like really ever. I think that I got it confused maybe with cat people. Um, oh, because I think maybe this was mm-hmm. cat people in the hunger were maybe two VHS tapes that my sister had. 
Uh-huh. And I <laughs> and I remember watching one of them at one point and like just being really uh aware of David Bowie in some ways, but yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. I wonder yeah. if I like I feel like uh I well I'm thinking about her the the crypt that you're talking like all her ex lovers uh like in the in the coffins in the basement mm, or whatever. Mm. Like <laughs> I feel like I've got a I've got like a reverse thing going on in my life where I'm I'm like alone in a in a dungeon in a bunch of people's basements who don't know I'm there or something. <laughs> you're in like every, 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 every Everyone I've ever loved has me hidden in a dungeon in the yes. basement, but they don't. E- yes. They don't even know. They don't uh. not even know. Aw- <laughs> Can we? Uh, I think we. I well, think we now you, well, at least you know. Yeah. Now we know. That's a dungeon I found this week. <laughs> oh, learned yeah. that. Learned <laughs> that. Dude. There's been a lot of learning. Yeah. Figured yeah. that out. <laughs> well, uh. and on the. Uh, <laughs> and in in that spirit or in a, in sure. a similar spirit in a sure. similar spirit the thing that's been frustrating me the most about uh, maybe it frustrated me the most in in any of the three that we three movies that we watched was this <laughs> having to rewatch Bram Stoker's Dracula first of all just <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and but also uh just thinking about this you know he, he t- 400 years you know that it's, <laughs> that it's been and fi- finding this per- finding the thing that finding this thing that is that is captivating you you know you uh-huh. in this moment and then to but, but then to have to be dancing for him to have been dancing around it to have yeah. not you know to seize it to at least have tried to seize it you know was yeah. a thing and so there's this pussyfooting thing that goes on that I cannot that absolutely was driving me insane. In Bram I mean, Stoker's the, after the after the four hundred years, after the waiting of the time. I mean, you, you've waited the time, and then he, she clearly it has is is smitten with 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 whatever. Oh, yeah. with whatever he's laying down. She's picking and, up whatever he's putting down. Yeah, and still he has to wait. You know, a couple more. It just makes absolutely no. You know. Yeah, t- time bound sense. I wasn't finding. Whatsoever. A whole lot of sense in Bram I guess two days. <laughs> years, two days. Yeah, no, I guess not. It took you me like it, a lot of nightmares took, from my childhood. It took, me, it took me roughly two hundred days to watch that movie. Oh, I know. <laughs> I told you my <laughs> my rental expired before I could piece it together <laughs> back together. <laughs> I know, so, did too. <laughs> so I have no, so I have no idea how it ends. I don't. I, I still can't remember incredible but, i don't yeah. remember and i just watched it like three days ago uh, all i remember from dracula from from bs dracula is the like weird outfit that he wears that looks like j-lo from the cell oh my god incredible uh, shit and how how into that i am and then like the rest of it is like a dream Iconic. of of uh, i don't yeah so yeah, yeah. wait the guys, face in the clouds watch- we yeah, gotta watch is... the cell on this pot. We gotta. When are we watching oh, the cell? It's the Jennifer Lopez like, dungeons. Yeah, can we just can we just clear the docket? And make the cell. The cell next week. Just one movie. We just concentrate <laughs> all our efforts on the cell. <laughs> can we please? We might, we might have to. We might have to. If not next week, then soon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um. Because that's a, yeah, Brent... that's its own its own dungeon. I mean, it's. 
It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Whatever true, Vince D'Onofrio is doing in that movie with the hooks and the like. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I have. I don't think I've seen it since it was in the theater, and I'm and I'm still completely shook. Um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. The, uh, these movies are uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula and The Hunger are both really horny movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, incredibly oh, yeah. horny. That was the horniest thing I had ever seen in my entire life. You know, and, yeah, we and watched I saw this because you were into it as a kid, right? Like, what, what it was, was going not on into there? it, but I just it was on again, like certain movies that I just remember being on. And when when it gets on this mm-hmm. on, on the TV, it's just on this repeated thing. And yeah. I guess there was a TV guide, whatever it is. Whenever it came on, people would watch it. It would just be it was like a thing. And I think because of the horny scenes with Keanu, and you know, I can't remember exactly what Keanu was in before, right before this, or yeah, this was like is, this was in the. I mean, yeah, this close. is right. Yeah, this is like right in the sweet spot. This is the Keanu sweet spot. So, and and the Winona sweet spot. So, I mean, like as a kid, this was totally blowing my mind, and it was on just over and over. And so, those certain scenes, like the sheets and the like these, mm-hmm. Thing, mm-hmm. Uh, and just things that are just wild. And Oldman is just completely bonkers in this thing. Oh my God. He's so, like, I don't, but the, I had not remember the, how, how absolutely beyond the accents are and yeah. just the whole, <laughs> the whole thing, but you can kind of sense that he's trying to adhere to some like, yeah, some authenticity so here's... somewhere. Can I give you Keanu Reeves' nineteen ninety one through nineteen ninety three? Ooh. It he, it goes point break, Bill and Ted's bogus journey, yeah. my own private Idaho, Bram Stoker's Dracula, much ado about nothing, even cowgirls get the blues. Wow. That's a pretty good run. Yeah, it he's is. had a hell yeah, he is, is having a hell of a run. You know, and I was reading about this about Bram Stoker's Dracula, and that like most of, first of all, it gets like weirdly good reviews. Like, still, it's got like it just doesn't what was make it? sense. Like, I, wait, I, I want to look this up because it was like I don't give a shit about like like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, but like this movie, it was like so surprising to me. <laughs> like, I don't get was... it, and yeah, I didn't like look like, but it did. It did seem like it's just like way more. Yeah, it gets seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And a seventy nine percent audience score. So does that just mean people are really super horny? Is that just a, hor- <laughs> yeah. a horny score? Yeah. Yeah. I like mean, probably... this. This movie is a total piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I and don't know. I, I think I think that like horniness used to count for more at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Good point. And, um... Good point. I, I kept when I was watching The Hunger, I kept feeling like I was watching like the tone of like Top Gun, but like <laughs> with with like like goths, but like kind of goths pretending to be some other kind of thing. I don't know. It was really interesting to sort of see yeah. the yeah. like like um I don't know. Like, I like the sort of like hipster couple that they bring mm-hmm. home or whatever. And the guy, like, like his like weird like pervy smile when he's wearing his like Lou Reed glasses or whatever. You know, <laughs> like it's so um, like 
uh, a weird, gross '80s kind of aspirational sexuality that is yes. like mm. so baffling to me in like every respect. Yeah. Yes. Totally. But like, um, but yeah, it definitely seemed like it was a thing, um, and and I, I don't know. I just I also still can't. I I think I never left the the uh, crumbling mummy dungeon in my head mm. in that. <laughs> In that movie, in the hunger, in any uh, in any way, shape, or form, or just in the crumbling. <laughs> um, well, the thing I was gonna say about Keanu is just that, like, um, it's weird that like the major critique of this movie is Keanu's performance, like, <laughs> which I which watching it now I felt like was fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and it's like some yeah. of the shit that, like, first of all, I don't like some of the shit that Anthony Hopkins is doing in this movie, like oh. people, people are giving Keanu Reeves a hard time about his accent in this movie. It's like yeah. blowing my mind. Anthony Hopkins has like 25 different accents going. Hopkins like, is a lion. Yeah. Just out, out of the cage in the, in the cage. Out, is he out of the cage? I mean, cage? I love what he's doing, but it's crazy. <laughs> it's like totally fucking nuts. <laughs> It's so yeah. weird to watch Anthony Hopkins like be kind of bad. Yeah. And, and he's bad in a lot of stuff, you know? Totally. Mm, um, but but mm, it's it's mm. it's like interesting. It's like inconsistently bad or whatever. Um <laughs> well, I just thought well, about he like, like he he chooses a lot of bad material, maybe. Like I'm thinking mm, we've yeah. done that we did the edge on this podcast, which is like <laughs> an incredibly I mean, I love it so much, but um, well, well, y- well, y'all are really into astrology, astrology, I think. And like, and I, I don't know much about it, but maybe I was just thinking about like the arcs of all, like of Coppola and all these different people at this time mm-hmm. are so uh, uh, strange and the, like these weird alignments of, of acting going on. Mm. And it's, <laughs> it is just like such a strange, I was like watching it again. And I'm just like, how is this thing even put together? It's just and then i was like is it is it is this a movie about cocaine i couldn't figure out and like i just couldn't understand what any what any of this was about and if it was just completely a missed you know what uh intention in there somewhere that i just wasn't wasn't figuring out but but it was it's driven it's driven by like you said like a horniness and like also just like a like a 90s thing that like in any of the movies that of 90s movies that we've been watching like it just it does like completely baffle me Faust too and like and I cannot like figure out like who I'm as a who I'm supposed to be watching these things or or Mm. what what these things are Uh, and it just reminds me of how awkward it was just figuring out like who you're supposed to be you know growing up in in the 90s or whatever for me personally for me personally that's kind of Um, a nice thing to be thinking about like yeah to yeah. be a little hung up on like who am I supposed to be? Well, because to me, like movie. to me, like Keanu Reeves and like Winona Ryder, like all these people, like were just like these. I I guess like yeah, were in the, like the simple movies that I had kind of seen mm-hmm. in those years prior to that, and then yeah, just to kind of it was just like a weird explosion of <laughs> and like yeah. I was trying to figure out like how it would have been like, I would have been like 12 years old, 12, 13. Yeah. It was like the perfect, it's just the perfectly fucked up weird movie for me to stumble upon and not be able to, as a, you know, only child, not be able to talk to anybody about for, <laughs> for a while. So. But I like how at that age, you sort of build your own understanding 
around <laughs> like you don't understand but you have you had the experience of like watching for me like the two movies when i was before i was 10 the two movies that i watched like a million times were ferris bueller's day off mm-hmm. well three really ferris bueller's day off space balls and then this movie la story the steve martin movie <laughs> yeah. from 1990 and like i just yeah, watched yeah. those movies like when i was like eight and nine and ten like so many times over and over again and um Spaceballs. actually no i would say that too like there's just all these jokes that like there's like jokes in these movies or things that happen that I couldn't possibly have understood anything about them at the time, but they were funny to me. And mm-hmm. and then like you watch them as when you're older and you actually like understand the joke, but you also can kind of remember like the feeling of not understanding it and thinking it was funny anyway. And it's just this like, Man, when you're that age, it's the experience. I wish I could go back and like watch stuff with that mind. Well, it's a it's a really interesting way of thinking about what understanding is. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that you're, you yeah. know. I think I was thinking about this. I mean, it's not like I walk around thinking like Gertrude Stein all day long. I have just like dumb bullshit in my head all the day. But uh, like, there's a, there's a a little interview clip where where someone's talking about like you know, if there's meaning in her work or whatever. And she says, like, if you enjoy something, you understand it, you know? And like, yeah, I yeah. feel like that's probably like, it's interesting to think about that as like, not like failing at a kind of perception or understanding, but at, at like, you know, being like slowly sinking into a new way of, of perceiving some, I don't know. Like, I would really like to be able to do that again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and, if Bram Stoker's Dracula has something interesting going on, it's like there are these like weird moments where it's like not a movie for a few. It's like, uh, the, <laughs> like there'll be these like lens flares or like weird shit going on with like it just feels like he, there's there's all this um this stuff happening that's like super what's the word like self reflexive or something where it's like yeah. drawing attention to itself as a as like a uh as a film. Um, yeah, in this way that's like totally like taking you out of the experience of watching the movie, which is part of why I think like I can't think of any movie where the seams show so much like um, that's what I was it just. Yeah, if it, 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 like you were saying, it feels like so pieced together kind of. I couldn't. Like, yeah. And, I, and again, like I guess especially being a child or, you know, a younger person seeing it like I just thought it was my failing as a human being or, or a lack of like experience or knowledge yeah. that you just kind of, but, but now just again. And, and then I'm like, no. And then, you know, the, the director of course is a great director. So it just was, it's just odd. And I was like, what, is there something about the nineties? What, what, mm. what is it? You know, what is, what was it about this particular time or the play <laughs> i was texting y'all like so many like red and blue things as, as like the politics of it is it just like oh yeah after after rotting for so many years you know uh under one regime or another in this country you know do we just like come up with these with these kind did of... you come to any conclusions about red and blue in this movie no and like, like and like and you were saying and, I, and then like i said there's <laughs> there's like a little purple tear at the end and mm-hmm. i didn't but no only that no not really at all 
Uh, but that because I'm, I I'm just thinking back to the fact that Crimson Tide has all that red and blue. Like mm. red is red and red is bad, and blue is good in Crimson Tide. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, like the or the or like the red and blue blood or whatever. But uh, yeah. but it was. But but no, and just like the I get like I had said before, like I guess just some some kind of political or social weirdness to the whole vampire thing anyway um mm. well but i was i mean there's like the metaphor like the the jim jarmish one just like mm. makes it straight up they're junkies you know they're basically <laughs> yeah. like you know and and uh like I, some of the stuff that i found really interesting or like beautiful on this watch because i've seen it a lot is like when they're back and they're um you know they've left the u.s and they're like out of blood and Mm -hmm. um i like the little gestures of like you know tildes went like putting on his sunglasses when he's like weak or just the the like flopping each other around and like yeah uh, that's actually where i found like the like there's so much like thematic stuff about like how long everyone has like known one another but it was in the like sort of physicality towards the end mm. where you actually see that yeah you know? mm. um where they're like where uh i don't know i just thought that was like where the visible part of their love was is just like you know like sort of helping someone down these stairs when they're like out of blood yeah. <laughs> yeah. because you you know what that's like you know yeah i think it's mm. really like interesting Um, another mm. really strange thing a really tender it's like so not it's so not a small gesture but like the movie i was surprised having never seen it that like it sort of sets itself up as this movie that's going to be about like this sort of dramatization of this guy considering suicide kind of but Mm -hmm. like she like she sort of like wraps that up with him quickly like she Mm -hmm. deal they they like deal with it the way like a, a like a healthy couple might deal with something like um yeah. like it they, they she like she finds the bullet she confronts him they get it out in the open and then it never comes up again it's it's, like, really, it's really amazing i i love that i actually thought that like you know so many of these movies there's such a like fucked up uh either predatory or other like weird dynamic but like they're like a pretty healthy couple Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) and and i was like i like how she i think you're right i I hadn't thought about it on a conscious level but i think one of the satisfying things is that like you know you you, exactly like you think it's going to be about this like you know whether or not he chooses to end his life or not and then she just says like she you know she listens to him and then she says what you're saying is true but and then she points out in a kind of poetic way like she holds the gun and she's like what's so not afraid about this you know yeah it's like and it's not mean at all it's like the delivery of it is really like empathetic and it's just it's a way of not being like accusatory but just being like look let's see like you have to like realize there's more to talk about yeah there's more to yeah well, and in in the way that you the, the, the there it uh in a way similarly to the small gestures you're talking about at the end of the movie, it sort of like draws out how known they are to each other, like yeah, how yeah. um like how utterly known they are to one another in the in this really wonderful way. 
He's yeah. by the way, Hiddleston in this movie, he's so oh. funny in this movie. Like yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like a killer performance by him. It's so good. Like he everything he does in this movie is like cracking me up so much. And I love one of my favorite little details in the movie was that like he's got that wall of pictures of like yeah. like I, I wish like, I his his like college dorm room wall of like, I've been cool. wanting to I've been wanting to go back and, and see all the I yeah, all the different faces. The on best the wall. one, the best one by far, is that he's got Rodney Dangerfield up on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I noticed that this time too. I was because like, it's, it's got to be Jarmusch's wall because it's really got to be Jarmusch's wall. That's what it is. It totally, and, totally. And yeah. it's like it's a beautiful thing. And like there was the yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That movie it, was beautiful. I loved it, it is so amazing. much. It is amazing. Yeah, I I liked um, I don't know Ian. I really related yeah. to e- to Ian. Maybe most yeah. of anyone, the guy that gets like it. <laughs> yeah. Like I was thinking, like if I could be like um, basically a fi- a fixer for vampires, you know, so like <laughs> like I want to be the go to guy for like not blood necessarily, but like a really good like guitar because they yeah. they truly appreciate it and <laughs> yeah. that you're. And it's it's not about this sort of transaction. It's about you know, like I really yeah. feel like I could. Uh, the, there's something just I love all the devotional relationships between this sort of like humans and the vampires mm-hmm. that are very much mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, like you know, I'll I'll keep your secret. I'll like it. It is like a it's a very sort of like spiritual relationship with them that I thought was so much more complicated than what you usually see in vampire movies, which is usually just like the power dynamic of like some weird kind of uh, sexuality mixed with like power, you know? And, uh, and it's just like, it's way weirder in this movie, which makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. because it is like, it's funny and it's like, I don't know. Um, and it's not even about their love story either it's like they basically get back together and are fine it's like they they run out of drugs it's this is basically um um, this is basically drugstore cowboy you know yeah Yeah. like it's like a remake it's so good um what uh i did kind of want to talk about like vampire like what 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 is a vampire and why Uh, is, (laughs) is a question i've been wondering about like why do we have why do we have the vampire thing um like yeah i guess that's just a thing i'm finding myself wondering about like what is what a what is vampire what does a vampire represent to you <laughs> yeah. i i mean i think a lot of people would think about like you know youth or and like you know like I definitely have a different relationship to vampire films like at 46 than I did at like 16, hmm. you know, like where you're just like, Oh, that's not the craziest thing to like want more life or to want yeah. to like, you know, when hmm. it's not implausible that you're like, that there's not forever ahead of you, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and then you also see the sort of drudgery of it too, of like, you know, having to kind of, like kind of loop in the in the ways that lives loop forever yeah yeah it's easy to it's easy to picture it's easy to picture how that sucks yeah and why it's awesome at the same time (laughs) totally totally no no, the the drudgery thing and the time suck you know of the vampire it was so and i've been thinking about like and you know just our own lives and who's sucking 
you know, your, your time mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and who we let do that to uh, do that to us. But, yeah. um, but yeah, that, that, that drudgery is definitely a, a part of it too. And I was thinking like the vamp, I can't hard to think of many vampire movies that are, are true horror movies. It's like they play with something different, you know, they can, they can get to the comedy of the drudgery or, or, yeah. or, or of the transaction and or they just cause they, because they're, because they're pointing to, cause it's just pointing to it. And there's not a, it's, it's not the threat. It's the guarantee, you know, it's the, is the transaction, you know, you're going to seal this, this deal is going to be sealed. Yeah. And, uh, it's just a different thing. Like, uh, yeah. So there's, there's no kind of fear factor to, to watching huh. it. Yeah. For, you know, in my head, but I, in, yeah. until you just said that, I think I always think of, like I would, I I acknowledge now that you're saying it that none of the movies we watched are horror movies. Like, well, I just don't know, you know how. I mean, I guess they could. There can be some, yeah. How scary are there? Vampire but it really, horror but it really comes. It, it comes. It comes back to me in all of them that the scary part is just thinking about time, you know, yeah. and just thinking about, and mm-hmm. that's that. That's what hit me every in all three mm. of them, and that's the scary yeah. part of my life. <laughs> yeah and, and yeah. the time suck uh, and uh, but but i guess it's the it's the great reminder so that's like that's why i guess it's not a and i mean any horror i mean it's, it's a is a is a good reminder too well but. it's like taking the way there's like the way we're normally afraid of time and a vampire movie like takes that and flips it around and it, it makes you be afraid of the other way of being afraid of yeah. it of like having too much Mm. Um, yeah. Or, or yeah. like it's, it's or, the zone. Yeah. It's 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 not going into the room. You know, it's it's the it's yeah. it, it's the same for me. And I I see that part so much now uh, of not needing to maybe go there. Yeah. And there's another. Uh, but but Eric, but Eric, I see exactly what you're saying too. And 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 and, and myself having kids and it kind of instantly mm. ages myself to myself. You know, it it it, it, it immediately made my made me myself more aware of my time you know my time and, and wanting it to be you know knowing it's precious and wanting to preserve it for for for, for this other thing too and uh it, it's mm-hmm. so yeah i mean that is just like kind of the 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 horror of the dungeon you know the the time dungeon uh that i was kind of seeing in, in all of them and but yeah, just Bowie's like kind of slow melting, you know, it's just like kind of all these things like <laughs> yeah, are e- easy to kind of see in, in, in my own mirror, my own mirrors. Hmm. <laughs> well, um, maybe what's, maybe what's And I love scary. a good onk, and I love an onk knife. <laughs> so, I mean. You gotta love an onk knife. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe I said it wrong, actually. What's, I said like, what's scary is that it flips time around from the way we're used to being afraid of it. But really it's like doing this thing where, it's like taking two different people and putting them on different time scales from each Ooh. other. Ooh, and that's yeah. what's scary. What's scary oh. is knowing you're on a different time scale than mm, someone else. Exactly. Uh, I mean, that's the whole thing about knowing that you're going to live lo- so long and you're going to, it's because it's about the people that you care about. It's yeah, about sharing yeah. the time with, with other people that you don't, you don't want this. <laughs> you don't want this. <laughs> you know, oh, oh, no. we dungeon uh, house. Oh, we just live. We just live dungeoned him. He's trapped. We just start. We just start calling no, folks. I, I I just 
we can do this now. You can do this. I uh, just uh, no, I just uh, have been having uh, explosions uh, mentally. I mean, like mm-hmm. so much is like so much suffering is about like yeah. uh, is about uh, timelines not matching yes. up or or yes. timelines overlapping. Yeah, or or timelines. Or not. Or timelines, like five timelines exploding at the same time and just making things like mush. And um, uh, I don't know. So I think instead of thinking about like, oh, Mm. time is is finite and that's the tragedy. It's like about the fucked up ways that like timelines don't match up, but you can sort of like see Mm. some part of something that you can't see on the current timeline. Um, I mean, I really think it's a huge part of like human suffering is like yeah. comes out of that. And that's why people are interested in like vampires because it's like a study in like, like suffering and we're all like, yeah. like, mm. oh, like, suffering in the timelines, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's and a definitely, lot. And definitely like the only lovers left alive, like they definitely have the, like the, the drug version of what like suffering and it's mm-hmm. like you know indulgence and suffering um and i liked all the like part when parts when they got really into like the strains of blood and stuff when they were like nerding <laughs> yeah. out on like yeah. is this the really good stuff yeah. like i really I, yeah i really yeah. like uh the the getting the really good stuff um Thanks. but what's interesting <laughs> The, the the Jeffrey Wright character, it's interesting. Like Tom Hilston yeah. and Jeffrey Wright have a very yeah. cold transactional standoffish relationship. And that's that's like buying drugs from a drug dealer, yeah. you know, where you're buying a lot and you're freaked out, you know? Yeah. And like yeah. whereas like Tilda Swinton's like interactions around drugs are like very much like they emerge out of her long term emotional relationships to people around her and like a kind of like uh, caretaking of people who are empathetic to one another like the mm. guy that takes care of christopher marlowe yeah. like and you know there's this like it's much Love. more like uh it's much more human and beautiful and like uh like uh, healthy and i think that yeah. the like the the way that tom hiddleston has to sort mm. of survive like shows the like i don't know if it's it's something about what's fucked up about america you know is the mm-hmm. the like um I don't know the the lack of elegance and consideration in the transactional raw kind of gross like market like brutality around um, a lot of American shit that mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really does. No, I mean, I, I was texting. I texted y'all earlier earlier this week. Don't we all want you know this this muscly armor that you know Gary Oldman wears? Don't in, we all in BS Dracula? I mean, it, against against you know just what what feels like this storm of fucking time. And you know, again, I was thinking about just even the pandemic, like just kind of this being like almost an anniversary time in a lot of ways and just like how what time what even the last year has kind of done to me personally Mm -hmm. uh and or Mm -hmm. or in anyone it's definitely um, vampire time that you're on (laughs) it's like reverse it's like reverse vampire time it's like everyone is a vampire aging four times as fast in a year (laughs) well it's just 
we have all the bad things and none of the good things well and and like i said i mean it's like we and now i of course you know internalize this 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 sin you know this this new way of being you know that we've all grown accustomed to and even with kids like knowing that it's you know knowing what it could do to your has has done to my kids for a year and you, you think about like, well, well, as we get vaccinated, you know, and as these things become possible again, what, what are we going to do with this time with each other? You know, and, mm-hmm. and we were talking to Lindsay the other day and, you know, you almost, and she was kind of saying, it's like, well, I don't even know what, we, what can we do? We don't even know what's okay to do. And it's, it's what's so weird, you know, to have this time again and to, to, to do with, you know, to, to be so lucky to have a bit of freedom again with with some time would be so nice and uh shouldn't feel like a fucking drudgery or a burden but um, we gotta worry about the blood gotta gotta, gotta do the blood dance dude yeah yeah it is there's a i mean i guess it's just like you can plug whatever you want into the blood you know Mm -hmm. whatever yeah what whatever the sort of uh Whatever, when you stop the supply of, you you drop in some fundamental way, you know? Like, you, it's like treading water, and then I'll you just stop treading water. When you are blue, so you can fool me some more. I know you'll hike it, someday you'll pack, then you'll believe in my door. Oh, but I kind of like it, taking you back. So you can fool me some more I only look for roses When in season Ah, but you're a rose That comes and goes Without a reason I make my mind up I'm just a fool Someday I'll even the score Only to wind up Breaking the rules so you can fool me some more.